Speak Indo Podcast is a medium to think about life while learning about the Indonesian language and culture. Hi, I'm Natasha, the host of Speak Indo Podcast. The first part of the story will be narrated in the Indonesian language. The second part will be in English. The transcript is available on our blog, speakindo.life, and our YouTube, Speak Indo channel. Season 2, Episode 10, Zoom Wedding. 3, 2, 1. Sejak kecil, saya sudah terbiasa dengan perubahan. Keluarga saya keluarga diplomat. Karena kita sering pindah negara, saya terlatih untuk beradaptasi dengan cepat. Perubahan terbaru yang kami alami ya saat pandemi ini. Pesta pernikahan kita, kita rayakan dengan keluarga dan teman-teman lewat Zoom video call. Banyak deh adaptasi. Tapi mungkin lebih baik ya berlangsung seperti ini. Bagaimanapun, keluarga saya dan keluarga suami tidak akan bisa hadir dalam acara pernikahan. Sampai kini, Singapura belum memperbolehkan kunjungan wisata. Daripada resepsinya hanya dengan beberapa teman yang berada di Singapura, kan mendingan kita adakan pernikahan Zoom atau Zoom Wedding. Dengan begitu, semua yang ingin hadir bisa berada dalam satu ruangan, walaupun virtual. Ini pernikahan kedua bagi kami berdua. Yang penting bagi kami bukan detail seperti bunga, menu, atau dekorasi, walaupun saya beli bunga dari supermarket untuk latar belakang Zoom Call. Kita juga pesan kue pengantin dan saya pakai wedding gown. Tapi fokus kita lebih ke bagaimana agar teman-teman dan keluarga bisa merasakan kebahagiaan kami. Jadi, untuk teman yang berkeluarga, saya pesan dan kirim kue untuk mereka lewat online. Misalnya, kue dari Milk Bar untuk teman-teman di Washington DC dan New York. Untuk yang di Jakarta, saya pesan kue dari Colette dan Lola. Untuk yang di Singapura, saya kirim cupcakes dari Plain Vanilla. Untuk teman lain, kita bagikan resep minuman supaya mereka bisa ikut toast. Tapi saya lihat banyak dari mereka sudah siapkan champagne. Yang penting adalah rasa kebersamaan. Selain itu, tidak banyak yang beda. Kita tetap adakan first dance sebagai suami istri. Tetap ada toast yang diberikan adik Jim. Ada pidato dari teman-teman, satu dari pihak saya, dan satunya lagi dari teman Jim. Dan ayah saya tetap berikan pidato juga. Bahkan keluarga saya di Jakarta semua pakai batik dan ayah saya pakai peci, persis seperti pesta biasa. Menurut teman-teman, pernikahan Zoom itu merasa lebih intim dari pesta biasa. Mungkin dalam resepsi biasa, tamu-tamu bergaul dengan... kelompok masing-masing, dan tidak interaksi banyak dengan kedua mempelai. Di pernikahan Zoom, tidak ada hiburan lain kecuali kita berdua. Menurut teman-teman di Jakarta, Eropa, bahkan di Amerika, itu yang mereka hargai. Pada awalnya, sebenarnya kita masih shock dengan adanya pandemi dan dampaknya pada rencana kita. Tapi situasi dan peraturan mengenai lockdown kan selalu berubah. Akhirnya kita menjalani apa adanya Maksud saya, kita kan tidak bisa mengendali hal yang tidak bisa kita kendali Kita hanya bisa mengendalikan reaksi kita Kita sempat berpikir, ya tunda aja ya pernikahannya 
Tapi kalau ditunda sampai kapan? Tidak ada kepastian keluarga di Indonesia maupun Australia akan bisa travel sebelum tahun depan. Dan bagaimana kalau ada gelombang kedua dan gelombang ketiga di Singapura? Apakah kita akan batalkan acara lagi? Karena itu kita mengambil keputusan untuk nikah aja, apa adanya. Karena itu sesuatu yang dalam kendali. Yang penting bagi kita, makna dari acara pernikahan. Dan benar juga, pada akhirnya acara pernikahan kami penuh dengan makna. Sejak bercerai dari pernikahan yang pertama, saya sebetulnya sangat nyaman dengan label single mom. Saya sangat dekat dengan kedua anak saya. Waktu kita tinggal di Jakarta, kita bertiga tinggal di satu kamar besar. Ada ruang untuk dua meja belajar, satu sofa, dan satu TV, seperti apartemen kecil. Ada dua tempat tidur, tapi berdempetan, seperti satu tempat tidur besar. Kami bertiga hidup seperti itu selama tiga tahun, hampir selalu bersama. Terkadang saya merasa capek dengan kesibukan, tapi mungkin kedekatan dengan anak-anak bisa berkurang bila ada pembantu atau nani. Kita sangat bahagia. Jadi, saya menikah lagi bukan untuk mengubah hidup. Bahkan saya kadang kangen dengan kehidupan dalam satu ruangan itu. Tapi perubahan kan selalu berlangsung. Anak-anak tidak akan selalu mau bersama dengan ibunya. Mereka akan selalu minta kasih sayang, tapi kan dalam rupa yang beda. Dan pada akhirnya saya merasa sangat beruntung mempunyai partner saya. Dia lucu, pintar, pintar masak, dan penuh semangat. Saya bilang kepada anak-anak, kalian akan mendapatkan satu orang lagi yang menyayangi kalian. Dan mereka setuju. Dari sekian banyak perubahan dalam hidup, mungkin adaptasi yang paling lama bagi saya adalah adaptasi setelah keluar dari World Bank. Saya juga kaget ya bahwa ternyata sulit sekali untuk berhenti dari suatu pekerjaan. Mungkin lingkungan pekerjaan itu sama pentingnya bagi psikologi kita dengan lingkungan keluarga atau pertemanan. Beberapa sahabat saya masih di World Bank dan saya masih kangen ngobrol dengan mereka sehari-hari. Kita masih berteman, tapi kan sekarang tidak teleponan tiap hari seperti sebelumnya. Proses adaptasi sulit dari berbagai sisi. Pola kerja di World Bank itu cukup intens. Kita bekerja hampir 24 jam karena Washington DC mulai kerja ketika kami selesai kerja di Asia. Jadi identitas sebagai World Banker menjadi bagian penting dari identitas saya. Setelah saya keluar, mungkin otak saya berpikir ya, siapa kamu? Walaupun saya lama berkarya sebagai wartawan, penulis, dan pengamat, saya cukup lama berada dalam kebingungan ini. Saya sering bertanya, siapa ya saya sekarang? Sebetulnya, saya masih bertanya hal itu. Saya sudah bekerja di tempat lain selama satu tahun, dan sekarang saya berupaya mendirikan inisiatif baru. Kesibukan tidak pernah berkurang. Ada proyek ini, proyek itu, banyak aja pekerjaan. Dan mungkin dari semua kesibukan itu akan timbul kejelasan. Tapi itulah pelajaran yang tidak tersangka sebelumnya. Bahwa identitas kita bisa menjadi sangat erat dengan pekerjaan. Ternyata proses memisah dari pekerjaan bisa lebih rumit dari proses memisah dari suami.
The next one will be the English version of the story. Since Dini was a young child, she was used to constant change. She comes from a family of diplomats. Because they frequently moved between different countries, she learned to adapt quickly. The latest change which she experienced was during this pandemic. Her wedding was celebrated with her friends and family through Zoom video call. They had to make many adjustments, but maybe it was better that way. Both her family and her husband's family would not have been able to be physically present for the wedding. Until now, Singapore still has not allowed tourist visits. Rather than holding a reception with only a few friends in Singapore, it was better to host a Zoom wedding. That way, everyone who wanted to attend could be at one place, albeit virtually. This was a second marriage for both Dini and her husband. What was important for both of them was not the flowers, the menu, or the decorations, although Dini did purchase flowers from the supermarket for the background of their Zoom call. They also ordered a wedding cake, and Dini wore a wedding gown. But their focus was mainly on how all their friends and families could feel their happiness. So, for friends with children, Dini ordered cakes for them via online. For example, cake from Milk Bar for friends in Washington, D.C. and New York. For those in Jakarta, Dini ordered cake from Khaled and Lola. For those in Singapore, she sent cupcakes from Plain Vanilla. For other friends, they shared drink recipes so that they could all join in the toast. But she saw that a lot of them already prepared champagne. It was about being together. Otherwise, not much was different. They had their first dance as husband and wife. Jim's sister gave the toast. There were speeches from friends, one from Dini's side and another from Jim's friend. Dini's father also gave a speech. Her family in Jakarta all wore batik and her dad wore a pechi, a traditional formal cap, just like they would for a reception. According to their friends, the Zoom wedding felt more intimate than a regular reception. Maybe in a reception, guests tend to gather with their own crowd and not interact much with the bride and groom. In a Zoom wedding, there is no other entertainment besides the bride and the groom. That's what was so special for their friends in Jakarta, Europe, and even America. At first, both Dini and Jim were still shocked by the pandemic and its impact on their plans. But the situation and the regulation on lockdown kept changing. In the end, they took things as they were, meaning we cannot control things that we cannot control. We can only control our response. Dini and Jim considered postponing the wedding. But until when? There was no guarantee their families in Indonesia and Australia could travel before next year. And what happens if there is a second wave or a third wave of the pandemic in Singapore? Will they have to cancel the wedding again? That's why they decided to just get married, as that was still within their control. What mattered was the meaning of that wedding. And truth be told, in the end, their wedding felt very meaningful. After her first marriage ended, Dini had grown comfortable with the single mom label. She was very close with both her children.
When they lived in Jakarta, they all lived in one big room. There was space for two study desks, one sofa, and one TV, just like a small apartment. There were two beds, but they were close side by side, so it was like one big bed. All three of them lived like that for three years, almost always together. Sometimes Dini did get exhausted, but perhaps she would not have been that close with her children if she had a nanny. They were all very happy together. So Dini remarried not to change her life. Sometimes she misses the days of living in that one room, but change will always happen. The children won't always want to be with her. They would always want to be loved, but in a different way. And Dini felt very lucky to be with her partner. He is funny, smart, a good cook, and full of spirit. She told her children that they would have another person who would love them as well, and they agreed. From all the changes in her life, maybe the longest adaptation she experienced was when she left the World Bank. She was surprised that it was actually very difficult to leave a job. Maybe the work environment can be as important to us psychologically as our family and friends. Some of her best friends are still at the World Bank, and she missed talking to them every day. They were still friends, but they did not call each other every day as before. The adaptation was difficult in many ways. The work culture at the World Bank can be intense. Their day runs almost 24 hours because DC starts work when they finish working in Asia. Her identity as a World Banker became an important part of her identity. After she left, it seemed her brain would ask her, "Who are you?" Although Dini had worked as a journalist, a writer, and an analyst, she was in this frame of mind for some time. She asked herself, "Who am I now?" Sometimes Dini still asks that question. She has been working at another place for one year, and now she is working on a new venture. She is still busy with this project and that project. There is always work, and hopefully, from all this activity, she will find clarity. But that was the unexpected lesson: that our identity can be very closely linked with our work. It turns out that separating from a job can be harder than separating from a husband. This is a story from Dini Jala. She is originally from Jakarta and now resides in Singapore. She was previously a senior communications officer for the World Bank and then for APAC. She is now writing a book and developing a startup. Congratulations, Dini and Jim. This is one of our special editions as we face COVID-19 pandemic. We'd like to extend our deep condolences to those who have lost their loved ones. This is definitely a very difficult time for everyone, and we can only hope that soon we all heal as nature flourishes. Probably one day when we look back, we learn how valuable is the time that we have to hug our loved ones, to be kind to our fellow humans. And to thank the sun for shining upon us. I'm Natasha, your host of Speak Indo podcast, and we would like to thank our guest speakers for sharing their story. If you like the story, please share it with your friends and family. 
The transcript of the story is available at our blog speakindo.life and our YouTube Speakindo channel. You can subscribe to our channel so that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening and let's share positivity.